it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello loves, it is I, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, and today we're going to be talking about something that I only touch on here and there on this podcast, and that is video games. Now, I'm not going to be talking about a video game specifically, more just um, the entire art genre itself, because um, while it is mainly for entertainment, I feel that it is also uh, becoming more and more of an art form as well. And here today, I want to explain why I think that is. So first off, I'd like to talk a little bit about um, what I know about video game history. Obviously not being a historian of any kind, whether um, in video gaming or not, this is mainly my take, at least from what I've seen, what I've heard, and what I've experienced in my life. Um, there was a time ago, um, not too fairly long ago, where video games mainly were created by big corporations, um, and big corporations only, it feels like. Um, big studios like Bethesda and, um, I think, I think Bungie and, um, all sorts of Telltale when it was around, all sorts of these things. Oftentimes you wouldn't find a whole lot of games, at least in the mainstream, that, um, would be made by smaller companies. Um, oftentimes it was the big studios, the big names that would get circled around. But I feel like over time this has changed, especially in the indie game genre. Um, and really much more so with horror indie. Um, and I feel like over time, um, with the help of certain developers, um, such as um, the notorious and famous Scott Cawthon and his Five Nights at Freddy's series is, is now, and... Um, all, a lot of other v developers as well began paving the way for more and more people to get into the video gaming industry without necessarily having to work for a big corporation or go through a big corporation. So, this is where um, we get to the present day. You see, in the present day, a lot of people now have access to the ability of creating video games. Those with the knowledge, determination, and prowess are able to create things. Just the other day, I ran into an animator on YouTube Shorts. I was just scrolling through as I normally do, and I happened to stumble across one of his videos where he was talking about a video game that he had created, um, which is actually 
as of right now, the demo of it is becoming more and more mainstream. Um, I don't quite remember the name of it, but um, some of you may know it. It's um, a horror indie title, and um, it's known for its pixelated... Um, it's pixelated style, and it's known for the main character that you're controlling to be um, a little guy with these big bug-like eyes um, with simple shapes for the body and just a simple circle for the head. And this little guy is supposed to be evading this creepy-as-heck monster um, and things like that. You're meant to make the little protagonist guy hide in cupboards and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, and I've noticed that, um, I've seen a lot more shorts of a lot more other creators, slightly bigger creators, um, looking at this game and demoing this game. And I find that really interesting, just how much that this has changed. And I think part of this whole entire growth of indie games um, and video game creators is also in due part to social media influencers as well. Um, social media influencers led to the boom of Five Nights at Freddy's, Hello Neighbor, Bendy and the Ink Machine. I even recall watching some Bendy and the Ink Machine videos as well. Um, I forget by who exactly, but um, by somebody when um, I was um, a little bit younger. And so it's one of those things where, um, you know, creators have really catapulted people, just uh, catapulted the um, entire video game industry and made it to where you really don't have to be a part of or in a big name studio or affiliated with a big name studio in order to make video games anymore. Yet again, like I said, it will take a lot of grit and determination, but you can still do it. In fact, I came pretty close to making a video game myself, um, um, a JavaScript video game myself for a hot minute there but sadly dropped it because the course I had taken didn't teach me everything I wanted to know. Um, it, it was meant to be a beginner course, and uh, what I wanted to create was much more advanced. So, um, but anyways, going back to the climate of things, I really feel like anybody can pick up some good software and create a video game, and um, put it up on Steam, or um, use Unity and use that to create a game, and uh, or use Blender and use that to help make the assets for their game. There's a lot of um, services out there nowadays, many of them being free. I know Blender is free, at least last I checked. A lot of resources out there that allow people to create video games. And so now you see more and more titles such as indie titles, where we have these, um, all of these little or even gigantic games that came off of the ground, um, because of the way that things are now, um, you know? And the thing is, is that, um, I think the very present current climate, um, comes into this as well. Um, 
for the last few years, there haven't really been any games that have caught my eye. And the ones that did have been released, um, the ones that did were released, um, um, sometimes long before I went to look at them. So, it's one of those things where currently, at least it feels like anyway, there are no games to play. There are no new titles to play. Sure, we've got things such as Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but is anybody, like, really playing that? Like, I've seen people online playing it and messing around with it, but it just feels like people are playing it out of the fact that they bought this very expensive game. They might as well get something out of it. Because, if you don't know, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are very broken titles. They are very glitchy, they have a lot of issues, they are not the best. And a lot of people were psyched for it, and a lot of people got it, especially on pre-order. And now, I just... I see some people here and there talking about um, getting Pokemon and getting some shinies from it. But when it comes to actual gameplay of the story and the new mechanics and things of that nature, other than the ones directly involved with catching Pokemon, it's very slim. And, you know, we've had some other pretty okay ones. There's Sonic Frontiers. I mean, I recall people saying that it was okay, but nobody really talked about it in detail. I'm guessing it was just another Sonic game. Things of that nature. The whole point that I'm getting at here is the fact that um, over the past few years, um, it's kind of every the game video gaming industry hasn't died per se, but it hasn't been real swell either. Um, it's very much kind of going down the toilet a little bit. You know, like I said, the only titles I ever look at anymore are titles that have already been out for a while. Um, and and the reason why all of this relates back to the situation with video games and people making more of them is because of the fact that those who make really good indie games or just games of any variety that are on Steam, whether free or pay-to-play, um, these people are getting a lot more attention. Um, they've been getting a lot more attention over the past few years, but now they're really starting to get the attention because, well, what else are we going to play? <laughs> are we going to play that random Peppa Pig game that I keep seeing somewhere? I haven't even read the box. I don't even know what's going on there. Is it a game for children? It looks like it is. <laughs> but yeah, you know. So, it's one of those things where I feel like the focus really is on Steam games. And I'm not just saying necessarily Steam games. Um, game, basically any video game, um, you know, that is made, um, that has been made recently, um, that is made by either a really small team or just a few people, or even in most cases just one person. It seems like these games are getting a lot more attention. And um, I think, in part, that this is a really good thing because these people really need to be admired for their work because even just seeing clips of these games, I'm like, wow, 
Um, I'm too much of a scaredy cat to play that, but that is really interesting and really cool looking. Um, and things of that nature. So it, it, it's one of those things where I feel like they really deserve recognition. But, on the other hand, I do miss seeing some of the more um, mainstream titles, such as Mario. I miss seeing um, good Sonic titles. Um, like I said, Frontiers wasn't necessarily bad from what I heard. It was just a Sonic game. Um, you know, Kirby. Um, although I think we got a Kirby game not too long ago, but I haven't really heard a lot about it. So, it could have been just meh, for all I know. Um, things of that nature. And, of course, you know, a good Pokemon game. A, a good one this time around. Um, you know, like, it could still have the same features and mechanics as Scarlet and Violet, or at least something like them. Just, just fix the bugs, fix the glitches, oh my god. So, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where I feel like the industry has really opened up to almost anyone. Like I said, patience is really required. Um, but honestly, I think it's a really good thing. Like I said, I miss my pals on the mainstream. I miss a lot of the, um, you know, big studio titles. And I'm really wondering what they're cooking up. But for the last few years, there hasn't really been much of anything. And, you know, I really, I'm really looking forward to the next installment of quite a few different series. So, um, I really want to see when those things come out. But until then, I'm going to keep my sights on games made by, um, made by solo or small team developers on places like Steam. Um, like I said, it doesn't necessarily have to be on Steam. It's just, that seems to be one of the most popular places to put up your video game. So, yeah. So, it's, it's just one of those things where I really feel like it's opened up to where anybody who's had a dream about creating a video game and can actually do so can really do it now and, get the, and have it get the attention that it deserves. Um, so, yeah. Um, so any aspiring video game developers out there, um, I think now is your best time. So, anyways, um, if you'd like to see more from me, go ahead and check out the link of, sorry, there was a bug, um, the link of links down in the description below, and I will be seeing you all in the next one.